Alright everybody, welcome to this Friday edition of the Logan Blackman Show and I'm very excited today. This is the first time in a long time, maybe ever, that we have had an actual guest live on the show. The last time I did this was my freshman year of college. It has been a long time. So, without further ado, I would like to introduce the one and only Mr. Second greatest Johnson Dragon of all time behind yours truly. Just a little bit more yards and total offense than me. A tiny bit. I handed the ball off a couple times in a game. It was pretty exciting. Random Patriots fan in Iowa. You know you love them. The best. Totally diehard, die-in-the-wool Patriots fans. Born and raised in the great state of Iowa. That's not true. Man. Bebop's connoisseur. Chipotle connoisseur? Not any, I don't know. Whatever. This is Mr. T-Boy White. How are you doing, sir? Oh, not too bad. Get yes, around. Yes. Get up, get up, get up. <laughs> not too bad, not too bad. It's great to be here and great to be the first guest live to so, actually beat you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's never been done before. It is never, that is one thing that I can hang my head on. I've never been, I have the smartest person. That is why I have a show. They only get, when I was at school at William Penn, they said, hey, Logan, you seem like a very smart individual. You seem like you would be really good at talking things that no one else knows about. They definitely lied to you. No, they didn't. They said, Logan, you are the smartest person we have here. We'll go with that. (laughs) And I want to tell this story because I think it's funny. Just because you're here, I brought up William Penn. Let's see it. So my, I went to, so as most of you know that are listening to this, and you know, I went to William Penn my first two years of college. I went on a visit to William Penn, and... A couple years before that, we both went. Yeah. Yeah. But this visit, the kid sitting next to me was supposed to go. (laughs) Do you want to know where this kid was? He might not remember where he was, but I remember this because I told my dad because it was really funny. I couldn't make it, Logan. There was a Patriots game on. I couldn't miss the Patriots game. <laughs> we had we had a visit to William Penn. I was like, man, I gotta go down here with one of my best friends from high school. This is gonna be fine. I'm not gonna be all awkward. This is gonna be great. And then I had a Patriots game to watch. I yeah, couldn't make it, Logan. It's it's, it's kind of tough to go all the way, drive two hours away, and miss the greatest team to ever go on a turf. It's like priorities. We got priorities here. <laughs> They're number one. Everything else falls down the line. And it's been as someone who is not a Patriots fan. Actually, no. I'll start it off with this. Why don't you introduce yourself? Because I know I did a great job introducing you as job. well. But how would you introduce yourself as a as a Patriots fan living in Iowa? Introduce yourself to the listening audience as the first guest ever. Well, a little bit about myself. I am one of the best ever to sit here with Logan and be here with Logan on this podcast. My name is T-Boy White. I come from Boston. You can hear it in, a little bit in the accent. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Patriots. Love the uh, Red Sox. Love the Bruins. Any other team outside of Boston can kiss a little bit of ass. But yeah, nothing too much. Went to high school with Logan, and uh, we had a little bit of fun in high school. Football team, and uh, did some pretty good things over there. Just ready to get this going. Yeah, it was it was pretty fun. Yeah, it was pretty fun. And I like that you met you specified one of the greatest ever on this show as you are one of two people. 
I mean, you got you got to set the bar somewhere. Hey, gotta, if I'm the first one, I got to be the best one. Yeah, exactly. You got one spot. That's all that matters. If you go like, oh, I'm one of these. I have to be one of the greatest. Exactly. You can't. You could also be one of the worst. But but we will tie because we're only four minutes in. There's still time to figure out if you're the best or the worst. But you know. We've got quite a bit of stuff to talk about today, and I've got, as you, as most of you know who are listening to this, this has become a very one-dimensional show in regards to quarterbacks. We've mm-hmm. talked about that bullshit a lot yeah. on this show, because oh, there's a lot of stuff going on with quarterbacks around the NFL. But one quarterback in particular I know means a lot to you as a Patriots fan. Hurt me a lot, but I respect the hell out of this person. It's Tom Brady winning his seventh Super Bowl. So I... Yes, he deserves his round of applause. What was your opinions, or what was your feelings going through the Super Bowl watching that? Oh, well, leading before the Super Bowl, you know, everybody's doubting Tom. The Redskins game, you know, they're not looking up to par. Their defense is not playing well. Tom Brady's not really Tom Brady at that point. So, you know, everybody, the back, his deck backs against the wall. You know, Tom Brady's backs against the wall, as it is, as always. Goes down the line. Goes through Drew Brees, goes through Aaron Rodgers, and takes on a juggernaut in the Super Bowl, and ultimately demolishes them. No chance. There was no chance of them coming back in that game. Tom did what he had to do from the second series on. He took over the game. He went in command like he always does on the Patriots. <laughs> and he won this game for his team fair and square. I know fair and square. There was no anything in between fair and square i'm gonna make sure i emphasize that yeah yeah, yeah. later on in the show again fair and square <laughs> i like how you said the second drive because that yeah that first drive first was drive was a little iffy yeah stalled but i think it's funny with that like you said fair and square with chiefs fans on twitter you posted a nice little tweet about that chiefs fans being all mad and regardless this is the one thing i took away from them complaining it was Regardless of the fact that they, the referees cheated for the Patriots or whatever. Oh, right, right. The Chiefs still only scored nine points. Exactly. It wasn't like they were, it was a close game and that exactly. it was a one score game and then those penalties held the Chiefs back from winning. They blew them out. They the blew them out, water. right. <laughs> it, it wasn't like it was one of those close games, nail biters. The refs made that call or the holding call in the back of the end zone or before the half, they called a penalty for another touchdown. It wasn't like it was a nail biting. Uh, action that was going on. The Chiefs' offense stunk. Like, it stunk. Patrick Mahomes couldn't do anything. He was 475 yards running for his life the whole game. Yeah, that was, <laughs> he had basically 500 yards of right, offense of running, running by himself. By himself. <laughs> I, As a person that's... Now, obviously you're not from Iowa. Being from Iowa, born and raised, I have grown to hate the Chiefs regardless... Oh, I hate them. Of whoever, hate them. whoever I've played... Chiefs fan. I do not. I have a few friends that are Chiefs fan, fans. Right. But Chiefs fans are the most annoying fans in sports. At least in the state of Iowa. There's different. I know different states have different feelings towards different sets of fans. But here in Iowa, I don't. If you're a Chiefs fan, fine. Congratulations on being a Chiefs fan. You won one Super Bowl for the first time in 50 years. Congratulations. More than I can say. So. Oh, I mean, they, they have a boner over this this whole Chiefs thing. I, they, they just think they're the best in the world now. It, it hurts. It yeah. hurts sometimes. But they're, they we kind of quieted down a little bit. We quieted down on the Patrick Mahomes is going to catch Tom Brady type thing of he's going to be the next GOAT. Because now, it's never gonna does catch anybody him. catch Tom Brady? He's is it never going to catch him. Seven is, that threshold is a lot. And just, you got to, the audience and people who listen, you got to remember this too. 
he's not retiring or he's not and he's not declining. So if he keeps playing at this level with the team that they have and to be able to bring guys back and go back at it and do another run, it's going to be tough because it's really possible that they all come back and do it again. Yeah, because I'll hold my hands up on this. Before the season started, do you remember when uh, Steve Nash and Dwight Howard went to the L.A. Lakers and everybody oh, yeah. was talking about uh, how amazing that team was yeah. going to be and then so bad. they weren't very good? That's yeah. what I was getting feelings. They brought Brady... They brought Shady McCoy down there. Right. Gronk came out of retirement. So I was like, this looks like we're getting one of the we're just building all these stars together. So I didn't know if it'd be a man. I didn't think they'd suck. I had them going around nine and seven, ten and six, somewhere around there. But I didn't have them going that far in the playoffs. But that's my I don't like doubting Tom Brady because my dad always said, never doubt Tom Brady and never piss him off. Which what did the Chiefs do? <laughs> they pissed him off. Yeah, they, they pissed really him pissed him off. off. And that's what you get. <laughs> I texted one of the one of the people I worked for up in Cedar Falls. I said, Chiefs gotta stop talking so much shit to Tom Brady. This is gonna make the death worse. Yeah. It's like driving the knife in and then he's just gonna start oh, twisting, twisting it. it. Right. It's- and that's exactly why Tyran did. He he went at him and you went at the wrong person on the field. You could have gone at anybody else. You could have chosen anybody else. But he chose the GOAT. And you he paid for it. You don't trash talk Tom Brady. Paid for it. <laughs> that's one. That's one thing you should be taught in football school. Don't you see this man right here <laughs> pointing Tom Brady? You don't trash talk this person. Don't talk to him. He'll trash talk with anybody. He's not a very outside. Like you look at him outside football. I was like, oh, that's a pretty calm person. You put that helmet on Tom Brady. And he's, oh, he's a different person. Because there was a face he made on the sideline. I don't remember what point of the game this was. I think it was after they scored a touchdown. But he had that face that he had. When he threw that exactly pick six against you mean. the Falcons, Falcons, exactly what you mean. And he just like, okay, this game's done. It's, it's done. No yeah. matter how much the Falcons were up in that Super Bowl, which even then, when Tom Brady was hurting my feelings on the Patriots every single year, I still was like, I want the Patriots to win this stupid thing because this would be really cool It'd if they cool. came back from this. And my uncle, I don't know if you know this, my uncle's a Falcons fan. I was crying <laughs> the whole first half of that. I was crying. It was the worst Super Bowl I've ever watched half of my life. Like. Everybody around me was talking shit. Uh, my friends in my ear, getting phone calls. Me having to run into another room to be by myself. It was it was a tough watch. I had to watch the whole second half, not even second half, the whole third quarter all by myself because I just couldn't trust anybody. Yeah. It was all bad. You can't trust friends. My dad <laughs> always said never watch games with friends if your team's involved. It's just not fun. It no. hurt. They hurt your feelings more than anybody. They point out all the little things like, hey... You see that? And if you bring one of your friends over, or like you bring a friend over that's a fan of the other team, oh. and then you bring up oh, oh you bring out other friends too. The pe- the person that's hosting is gonna get turned on by everybody. Oh, I know. And it's really miserable. Bad. My first Bills game, my dad and I's first Bill game in Buffalo was against Tom Brady. Again, the Patriots. How'd that go? And it didn't go good. Mm. Tyrod Taylor was the starting quarterback of the Bills. I love myself some Tyrod Taylor, but the first drive of the game. Bills drove down the field. They're at like the five-yard line. It's like, what better way to start off playing the Patriots by scoring a touchdown your first drive? Not only did they not score a touchdown. It was an interception, wasn't it? It was an interception. <laughs> it was an interception. At, like in the end zone. Either the five-yard line or in the end zone. It was, it was like, well, this sucked the air out of the stadiums. I think it was 23-3 to or something like that. Maybe six. Tyrod got knocked out of the game. That was Gronk's game where he speared Tredavious oh, White into the ground. Right. That was that game. <laughs> and... That was pretty fun. Hearing all the Bills fans get mad about that. I still, 
The one thing about Bills fans, I'll never. Oh wait, let me get, let me just remind you guys. We are talking to a former Chargers fan who converted yeah, over to we'll now a it. Bills fan. We'll take so. it. It's. I would like to specify this first. So obviously, I was a Bills fan growing up. My dad was a Bills fan. Always has been a Bills fan. So I was. I was a Bills fan growing up, and then I was treated to. Here comes the lies. The miraculous ability of Ladanian Tomlinson. <laughs> The, in my opinion, now, this is my opinion, so you can't say it's wrong, okay? You can't fair say enough, it's wrong. Fair enough, The greatest running back of all time, <laughs> LaDainian Tomlinson. I don't know if, uh, about all time, but I will put him as my top five. He's been, his Hall of Fame speech, it was on the Super Bowl. That thing was like four years ago, and they're still airing his Hall of Fame speech. He was the greatest, That I, this is just my lifetime. I know people are going to throw out Walter Payton, Jim Brown. We never watched uh, those Barry guys. Sanders, no, we yeah. Never but the ones that I've watched... Ladanian Tomlinson dominated games. And then when he gradually got phased out of the offense by Norv Turner, because they wanted to get Phillip Rivers the ball more, it was hard to watch. One of the moments I cried watching sports was his press conference when he was leaving. Oh, yeah. That was tough. Because he cried during it. Yeah, it was tough. And he went off to the play for the freaking Jets. My dad would not allow me to get anything Jets with Ladanian Tomlinson on it. My nana... Bought me. This is the only Jets thing I've ever had. I don't think I've ever told anybody this before because I never wore it. I had a Sean Green Jets shirt. Pretty good. I love oh Sean Green good. LT yeah, in the backfield. Really I had my favorite Iowa running back of all time, which my favorite char- favorite running back of all time. It's like oh man, Dad, can I not have something Jets, <laughs> please? My nan had to sneakily buy that at uh, Dick Sporting Goods at or no Champs at right. Valley West Mall. And I, I never wore it. it. I, I don't know where it is. Yeah. He could have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he probably did. I haven't seen that thing in years. I think I wore it one time, and it might have been around the house. But back to your Chargers jab. Yes, I still have feelings for the Chargers. We're still a close connection. But when LT left, it hurt. And I remember telling my dad this. We were down in Buff. We were down in Kansas City. It was Bills Chiefs. I told my dad then. Because I was having so much fun. This was the first time I interacted with a group of fans before. We'd never been to an NFL game before. This is my first ever NFL game. Right. Because you went to my second one. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> with Brady. Yeah, was... And you know what we talk about with the fans and the friends thing? Guess who was cheering for the Kansas City Chiefs at the end of the game? <laughs> that is true. That is right. I remember that. That's right. And that was the only time you'll catch me cheering for them. That was the only time. you had to watch me in pain. Exactly. Right. And... I remember talking to my dad after before the Bills Chiefs game. I said, "Dad, if the Chargers move to Los Angeles, buy me a Tyrod Taylor jersey." And then that Christmas, I forgot I said that. <laughs> that Christmas, I opened up some presents. Here's a blue Tyrod Taylor five jersey. And I was like, "I forgot I said that," <laughs> but it was true. And then that was kind of got me on my way. I've been to multiple Bills games, hold out, hung out with multiple Bills fans, so it kind of was like my dad being in my ear every year, like, oh, you right. always come back to your first I, love. Did, I always hear him say that. We'll welcome you back with open <laughs> arms. Family never forgets. We'll welcome you back. <laughs> and then hanging out with Bills fans, it was like, it'd be hard. These it's dudes hard are crazy. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. They're crazy. And I don't know. I still have feel. I. It made me sad watching Phillip Rivers retire. And I had to cheer for the Bills against the Chargers this year. Did they have a press conference over that yet? No, I don't no, think no, so. No now that you say that, I know he's. I know they're talking about giving him a uh, a day contract with the Chargers to retire a Charger. Because they did that with Lejanian Tomlinson. They had Ryan Matthews as the running back for the Chargers at the time. 
but he was fumbling and getting hurt all the time. So Dean Spanos, the owner of the Chargers, tried to get LT to sign a one-year deal to play for the Chargers and be Ryan Matthews' backup. Yep. It didn't happen. LT was like, done. I don't want to do it anymore. And that's when he started getting the dreads, and that's when he got the little twisties. Now he's got a whole mop on his head now. <laughs> and he got he he did the retiring thing. So you know how offensive linemen, when they retire, they get all skinny? Yep. LT got he got kind of fat. Oh, I know. But now yeah, he, he jumped down. Yeah, he slimmed up again. He's back down. He slimmed up again. I don't yeah, know if definitely. he could run a fast 40 or anything or make all the amazing plays he made when he won the MVP in 06. But he's not fat anymore. <laughs> That's very true. But it was it yeah, it was hard to officially leave the chart. I remember when that divorce happened. It was at my dorm room in William Penn. And they moved to Los Angeles. And they just went off the the year after the year after that, it's like the Raiders moving uh to Vegas. It's, it's like it's tough. One of my friends growing up's a Raiders fan, and I asked it's him, tough. "What's he gonna do about the Raiders moving?" Because he was going through the same thing I was going through. But yeah, and the Chargers that year, the year after, I wore my Chargers stuff in the playoffs. They beat the Ravens, Lamar Jackson's rookie year, and then we watched the Chargers Patriots game in your dorm room. And that and, didn't go too uh, well for you. No. It wasn't very <laughs> fun to watch. That didn't there go was too another, well. You did have another Chargers fan in there for me, so that was pretty nice <laughs> Yeah, you, you did. And it was both of you guys were <laughs> highly upset. I was like, this is very... St- I'm, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I think it was done at halftime. It was. Pre- it might as well have been done at halftime. I don't yeah. think Philip Rivers has ever beaten Tom Brady. I think that's his one hurdle he never got over in his career. Neither have Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. <laughs> I, I saw... Speaking of that, the, every single... He is... Six and zero against non Tom, not Tom Brady. Everyone else and zero and two against Tom Brady. I still can't believe the Patriots lost to the freaking Titans last year, but that was that's a whole other thing. You know, I'm, I know, like if they get past the Titans, I think we still go to the Super Bowl that year. I remember watching that. Um, the this is gonna go back another year. That Jaguars Patriots AFC Championship game that was tough. I remember watching that game. We were in the dorm room at Penn, and I was sitting there, and my roommates. They were just dying to see the pass. Like I don't really care. My my team is not in the playoffs. I don't really care what goes on. If at the this Jaguars point. had just not even an elite quarterback, but a quarterback with a brain, an average quarterback, an average quarterback, <laughs> they would have won that game easily, no Probably. problem. That defense was tough. And then the next year, that was my second Bills home game was against the Jaguars because I was Jalen Ramsey's Josh yeah. Allen's trash thing, and Jalen Ramsey. At, he's probably one of my least, not probably, he is one of my least favorite players in the NFL, but I'm not going to discredit. In this house? His ta- in this house, we hate Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> but that was, that game, the whole crowd, 70,000 or 65,000 people were saying, Ramsey sucks, Ramsey sucks. It was the greatest moment ever. That's my favorite game I've ever been to, was that Bills-Jaguars game. And since that moment, I hate the Jaguars. I like Trevor Lawrence, though. I like... What they might be building down there, but I don't think it can ever. I can't. I can't. Oh, let go so you're already shooting towards Jags getting Trevor Lawrence. I'm pretty confident in saying that. I mean, something could happen. He could have. Now, I've I've said this before. The only thing that I think could get Trevor Lawrence. Out you know, their of, franchise is not the best or not the brightest. They might. They knowing the Jaguars, you know what they'll probably do. They'll probably draft Mac Jones. Because Mac Jones, he's from Jacksonville. He's not bad though. He's not bad. He's not Let's bad. not say anything bad about Mac Jones, but. Trevor Lawrence, he's I on think, is a slam dunk yeah, he's on a, it. He's on another level. And if Matt, but with it, that labrum surgery, that is scaring a little bit of teams, though. Oh, uh, so speaking of, would you like to tell us what he's going through right now? <laughs> someone who's had that surgery. Yeah. So I, I don't. 
as far as me, I don't know what for like as far as me, I don't know how that's gonna go. Cause when I had that surgery, it was tough coming back. Uh, I'm not gonna get this. I didn't get the same rehab as he's gonna get. You know, he's on he's a, gonna get he's a lot on, better yeah, rehab. He's a lot better <laughs> rehab than I got. Uh, cause he's a five time five star quarterback, obviously. But it's tough for a lot of teams with this whole Corona stuff going on to actually get a good feel for him if his arm strength is back and it's, everything's good with him. So we'll see. It will be interesting. I mean, if I was a GM, I would still take him. He looks like a lock to me. He's smart. He gets the job done. Quarterback of your future. Yeah. It is the Jags, though. So you know what? They it's can definitely do anything. the Jags. So. If it was the Browns, I would think the same. Like, when the Browns the Jags drafted, and the Browns, I know. The Browns in 2018, everybody said the smart move is Sam Darnold or Josh Allen. They went with Baker. They were like, screw what everybody else says is the best. Really? They, they were ahead? <laughs> they, they were ahead. That's yeah. right. And then you, this is another thing with the Browns. This is, this is just funny how this all works out like this. This is the best part about not writing scripts or anything because this random shit pops out like this. But the Browns, during the... I don't remember what draft it was. Jadian Clowney's draft. I don't remember what year that was. They spent a ton of money on trying to figure out who the best quarterback in this draft was. This stats, The stats and the people that came back, they said Teddy Bridgewater was the best quarterback in this draft class. Now he's had on. He's still playing in the NFL. He's had a good it's career. Not bad. But they drafted Johnny Manziel that year, and after getting the told worst. that <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater is the best quarterback in this draft class, and then going off of the Browns again, they had the twelfth overall pick in the twenty seventeen draft. They traded back with Houston, who selected Sean Watson. The Browns waited till the second round to draft their quarterback. And took Deshaun Kaiser. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I do remember that too. So they're so they're not known for it to be the smartest of the no. all, but they're probably the worst when it comes to drafting quarterbacks, or one of the worst. And Patriots is absolute worst at drafting <laughs> wide receivers. Just drafting a side anything. note out there, just the worst. Well, we'll actually use that to go into the next. What do you want the Patriots to do in this draft? Because they pick fifteenth, right in the middle of the draft. Are they going to trade up, trade back, draft a certain position? What do you What do you want them to do? Our top priority right now, it should be wide receiver, it should be wide receiver, and it should be wide receiver. <laughs> like, it should be nothing else on that list but getting your quarterback something he can work with. Even if you, if you, if it's not through the draft, there's a lot of top wide receivers right now that's open on the free agency. Mm-hmm. And I know Tampa Bay, Bruce Aarons did say that Chris Godwin's not going anywhere. But money talks to everybody, okay? So... A guy like Chris Godwin, instant impact to get on a team. A guy like Allen Robinson, instant impact on a team. Any quarterback would want to play with with guys like that. But if you have nothing, you will receive nothing. Yeah. So if we don't have anything to put forth for any of these high-end quarterbacks to come and do something on the Patriots, nothing's going to happen. We're going to just stay how we were last year, mm-hmm. four and whatever. Like People talk about, like last year, Tom Brady was done. He's over. Yeah. And then Cam Newton threw seven, eight touchdowns this year. Struggled throwing the ball. I don't even think he threw that much, (laughs) that many. Like, it it was half the things wasn't even on his fault. But some of the balls, I'm sure you, as a former quarterback, you saw some of the balls he was throwing was the worst I've ever seen. His his QB mechanics was off. His, His footwork was off. Nothing seemed to be right or comfortable enough for Cam Newton. Maybe it was the style of offense. Maybe it wasn't enough weapons. Maybe it was his confidence. But whatever it was, it made the Patriots a stink. And a bunch of three and outs to get our defense back on the field all the time. Put them under a lot of pressure. And just wasn't right 
everything from the start of the season to the end was point blank shitty. Because we watched the Rams Patriots game here. Yeah, and it was and bad. We, we had to every, turn it off. <laughs> we did turn. We played FIFA after off. that because yes. it was so bad. Because I remember watching that, and Cam was just basically, like you said, his mechanics are off. Yep. I don't think he's healthy. I think the best thing for Cam, now this could be whatever, his body that won him an MVP and got the the Panthers to the Super Bowl, it's failing him. I think for his long-term health, I this is going to be hard to say because he's only 31. Yeah. He'll probably retire. He's kind of like Steve McNair, <clears throat> whose body kind of just let, let him down towards the end. He got beat up so much. He tried to give it a run in Baltimore. I think played two years in Baltimore and then had to retire. It's just, it's but, it's just hard for me to watch Cam, knowing what we know how about he was before and, and how he is now. Yeah. But, but to say that too, I would honestly want to see him through a whole full training camp with the Patriots yeah. or anyone else who has a brain to coach quarterbacks <laughs> to help him with his mechanics throughout the whole season. And get him back to what Cam was. Because Cam, like you said, Cam is not. He was an MVP quarterback. And somewhere inside of him, it's still there. It just has to get dug back up. Was it COVID? Was it COVID? That was no, it, pre-COVID it, Cam. No, I know. Seriously, <laughs> if, people joke around that. But that is a serious thing. Like, even Jason Tatum today, in today's, not today's game, but a couple games ago, he said it. COVID has taken a toll on me. My I'm really, like, fatigued. I can't play a lot of minutes. So it's not just... It's not just Cam Newton. It's a lot of these other players. The COVID takes a lot on you. Uh, the little things that it doesn't show up on your body or in front of you. Had to burp there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so with the Patriots, Cam's obviously a free agent right. this year. I'm going to rattle off a list of quarterbacks that the Patriots could get. I'm not saying they will get them, but they're available. At least been talked about being available. So I'll go through this list, and you just say yes or no on these quarterbacks. And you can give your reasons if you want to, or you can just leave it bluntly, yes or no. Like if it's someone like, I mean, he's not on this list, but Aaron Rodgers, of course you're going to probably say yes. I'm drooling. <laughs> but you don't need I am to, drooling. I don't need you to explain what, why you think Aaron Rodgers would be awesome for the Patriots. <laughs> uh, so first one on this list, we talked about him already. He's just, I don't know how available he is. Just based off what I've heard recently, they're obviously trying to move on from at least get a future guy in there or trade him for a better quarterback. But Teddy Bridgewater? Yes. Yes. Uh, Jacoby Brissett? Stay away. <laughs> he's worth a lot of he's, he's the second most expensive free agent quarterback. Yeah, because he's a great backup. He's a great backup. He's a great backup. He's, when he was in New England, or even in Indy when he was back in Andrew Luck. Maybe he's a, he's a great quarterback. Just got to give him his chance. But yeah. not on the Patriots. Not on the Patriots. <laughs> he's not on the Patriots. Uh, Derek Carr? Yes. Sam Darnold. Bring him along. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick. If, if he decides to keep his mono and all that other crap by himself. <laughs> if he stops seeing ghosts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzmagic not with the New England. <laughs> nope. Mm -mm. He's played for every AFC East, though. He, he got to play away. for the Patriots. Nope, stay away. <laughs> uh, Jimmy G. Ooh, I love it. I love it. I, this came out the other day. I love it. Uh... The Patriots signed Brandon Cooks or traded for him, bring him in. His the goal was to Wait, have him. Wait, what was this? He played for one year. Oh yeah, Brady oh, yeah. won the MVP. Oh, I thought you meant right now. I was like, oh no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> way a few back years when. Ago. Right. So he was on the Patriots. I guess this is what the report says. I don't know how true this is because you know media can lie. It's just about getting clicks. It's not necessarily about being one hundred percent accurate all right. the time. 
But they apparently they brought in Brandon Cooks for Jimmy Garoppolo. They didn't bring him in for Tom Brady. Their plan was to move on from Tom Brady that offseason and have Jimmy G with Brandon Cooks to be a Tom Brady, Randy Moss type situation over there. What do you think of what would you say if that ended up happening in New England? I would say we wouldn't have six Super Bowls. Nice. <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> that is very true. I don't know where Brady would go because I don't know at the time you'd probably not linked with Tampa, but I don't know where he would go if he were. That's a great. That's a great question. Huh? It was kind of surprising when when he was started getting linked with Tampa. It's like, hey, did he go down to Tampa? But I couldn't did. believe it either. It just it, it made a lot of sense, but it didn't make a lot of sense at the same time. Yeah, uh, Drew Locke. <sighs> that's a tough one. So he's young. He has got young. Yeah, he got young potential. If with the right quarterbacks coach, he could do something. Yeah, I'll bring him along. Uh, Marcus Mariota. No. Colt McCoy. This be a backup Who situation. The hell no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cam. Yes. I'll is, bring him back. Is that more of a, we'll bring him back if everybody else is signed or bring him back regardless? Bring him back if everybody else is signed. Definitely. This one, we kind of talked about this before the show, but Dak Prescott, if he was available. I would scoop him up <laughs> myself i will personally go and grab him and bring him over to boston ben roethlisberger stay away <laughs> this one i thought of when we were, i was looking at free agent quarterbacks i didn't realize i kind of forgot he was a free agent tyrod taylor he's not bad but he's from the bills so no <laughs> uh this is my favorite one mitchell trubisky <laughs> No way. I, I, would, no I would love way. to see Mitchell no Trubisky in a Patriots way. uniform. Because you want us to fail. No <laughs> way. That would not happen. My favorite Trubisky stat, because they he's obviously going to get compared to Deshaun and Patrick Mahomes for his entire career, as he should. They took him before him. And that's, he so didn't pick himself. The Bears. The Bears, oh, man. I know they're the fans are just killing themselves. How many quarterbacks they passed up to get Mitchell Trubisky? Not only, trade up to get him. Trade up. <laughs> trade it up to get Mitchell. Wow. But they like to throw this out there. I don't know why they bring this up because, obviously, different circumstances. But they say Mitchell Trubisky's win percentage versus Deshaun Watson's win percentage because you look at the teams and defenses Deshaun's had and the teams and defenses Trubisky's had – not very close. Two different ball Deshaun games. Watson dealt with Bill O'Brien. If he can win with Bill O'Brien, I think he can win. And now, obviously, it didn't work out last year because they were just like, Deshaun, here, you be Deshaun right now, okay? Well, I'll be Bill O'Brien. Hey, Deshaun, you know, you just signed this massive contract. What would you like to do this season? What would you, what do you, how would we make you happy? Uh, Trade away my number one wide receiver. Uh, Give away every other pieces that's around me. And, uh, yeah, just let me run around and throw the ball up, and hopefully somebody catches it. Just hope you don't die, essentially. Exactly. We can do that, Deshaun. <laughs> I'll trade away to New Hopkins for nothing. You like you like David Johnson? Oh, bring him along. Yeah. And, and, as a matter of fact, bring Cooks, too, because he I know con- he's way better than than uh, D-Hop. He contemplated retirement, too. I think that'd be very good for what we're trying to build down here exactly. in Houston. Like he's had multiple concussions. He's thinking about retiring. I think we should bring him in. Bring him in because our, our guy we have is not good enough. Yeah. D-Hop is trash. What, what a D-Hop? Who's what that? It? Who's it? It's not like, man, we don't even... D-Hop. I don't even want to talk about D-Hop. Man. Huh, miserable wide receiver. <laughs> I mean, I come much on. Rather I mean, come have... on. Like, I don't have to be a smart GM to know that I wouldn't trade my best wide receiver. Yeah, for nothing. Pat, for nothing. For nothing. <laughs> nothing. Not even a first-round pick. Nothing. Yeah. The Giants got a first-round pick for Odell Beckham. 
Right. At least they did something smart. Yeah. That got they got picks back for OBJ, and he's barely played since being in Cleveland, which was ended up being a good trade. Yeah. And then D Hop, very one way trade. <laughs> you could say now they're I mean, about to lose to Sean Watson. Or I would. They didn't do. They didn't do much in Arizona. Not yeah. Solely on D Hop's fault, but. He did. He, he did, did come out and say the D Hop posted on Instagram when the Texans missed the playoffs. He was laughing about it, and then a few weeks later, the they Cardinals. The play. <laughs> that is so funny because I saw that he he posted for the. I think it was four weeks in, and he was like, "Man, I love this. I love to win," or something like that. He yeah. was throwing shots at the the Texans, and then ironically, the they didn't even make the playoffs. You know what? Though they always say karma's a bitch. Yeah, and that's what happened. That, that's really what happened. <laughs> uh, what other score way too soon. This one's not going to happen, but you know what? I'll talk about it anyways. Russell Wilson. Wow. <laughs> if, if there's ever a quarterback that's meant for the Patriots, it's Russell Wilson. Just his character, the way he is, the way he can lead that team, and the way he – people don't really know this. He can play with any wide receiver on that yeah. team, anywhere. He's played with no names. He's made wide receivers look good, and he's so poised. I would love a guy like him. I would hate that. That'd make him miserable. Of course. And then the last quarterback that's currently in the NFL, Jameis Winston. I would definitely take Jameis. And then now if you look at the rookie quarterback, I'm not going to say Trevor, because that's not happening. It's not realistic. Regardless. It's regardless. definitely not realistic. <laughs> uh, Maybe it's realistic. <laughs> I saw some weird thing when Justin Fields beat Trevor Lawrence and Ohio State beat Clemson. They were like, Maybe Urban Meyer wants to draft Justin Fields, and the Patriots can trade up to get that's Trevor right. Lawrence. He is the coach? <laughs> I would. That's. I don't. That's not happening. But that's it's right. nice it's for not, Patriots fan to dream. Though I don't know if yeah. any of these quarterbacks will actually fall. Because that is true. Because after tra- after uh, Jaguars, the next teams don't need a quarterback. You got the Dolphins. You got the Jets, but they're still deciding what they want to do with Sam. Right. The Falcons, you don't know what they're really going to do. The Bengals, Eagles, we'll talk about that one in a little bit. The Lions, they got Jared Goff. I don't think they're going to draft a quarterback. From what it sounds like, listen to their GM and coach. They and then got the their Panthers guy. at eight. Yeah. Yeah. So, next one, I don't know. The first three guys, I'm going to say, the Patriots have to trade up for. The other two, I'm going to mention, the Patriots could either trade back for or stay where they are. So some of these might be more realistic than others. But Justin Fields. I would definitely take him. I would love that. Love Justin him. Fields is one of my favorite quarterbacks Electric. to watch. Instant he, action. He's the most... Now, Mac Jones is very accurate as well. You, If you do an accuracy contest or accuracy competition, Justin Fields and Mac Jones, I would say, are neck and neck in yeah. regards to accuracy. And Justin Fields seems like that kind of guy... Where the mo- no moment looks too big for him, right? And he's not immature, which he is some problem. Really, even in that loss, he looked very poised, and yeah. he still played his game. Like some quarterbacks that come in the league, and you're drafted this high spot, they're not mature enough to do this. Like we saw with Josh Rosen, he said there were nine mistakes taken in front of me. He's on his fourth team. I know that's At, or, <laughs> thir- fourth, yeah, fourth team. But to his defense, too, nobody really gave him a, a chance. The, he kind of was a victim of circumstance where it wasn't really his fault that he was getting traded. It's not like he played horrifically. The Cardinals were a horrific team. Yeah, they were bad. But they brought in a coach in Cliff Kingsbury who had a quarterback that he recruited he wanted and Kyler that, Murray. He wanted so it wasn't QB. really his fault that it didn't work out in Arizona. But it's kind of funny looking back at it. And then Dwayne Haskins didn't look like he's too. he wasn't mature enough then. I think learning under Big Ben and Mike Tomlin will definitely, will definitely help that. Yeah. 
especially working with Mike Tomlin. I don't know maturity factor with at least young Big Ben, but old Big Ben might be able to give some advice towards Dwayne, but Mike Tomlin He's is one of those no fan. nonsense yeah. no nonsense coaches and one of my favorite quarter one of my favorite coaches in the NFL. It's just a shame. Quietly one of the Steelers. best coaches too. Yeah. Very very quietly. I don't think he's had a losing season. No. In his career. Even without Ben, he still had a winning season. Yeah, he dragged Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, Zach Wilson, the BYU quarterback. Smaller guy, but it's has tough. a yeah. live arm. I would stay away. There's some some question is character, which is... You know, I'm not really worried about anybody's character when they come into New England because you're checking <laughs> that. You're going to check... All those boxes, the moment you put your foot in the New England turf to say you want to be a New England Patriot because you have a guy like Bill Belichick, you mentioned no nonsense in Mike Tomlin, he's definitely the same way. Uh, Trey Lance, North Coast State guy. I don't know how much you've seen of Trey Lance being yeah, an FCS quarterback. Right. I haven't, I haven't heard of him. So, Trey Lance, since I was up at UNI, watched a lot of UNI football last year, and Trey Lance is with playing in UNI's conference, North Coast State's and UNI's conference. He is one of the smartest decision makers in college football, and that regardless of FCS, FBS, whatever, he didn't turn the ball over one time his last season at North Coast State. 28 touchdowns, 15, 16 rushing touchdowns. But do you worry about competition level-wise? The competition is interesting because I have heard that before because of the fact of North Coast State is so much better than everybody. Right. That they've won eight of the last nine national championships or seven of the last eight or something like that. So that's a factor in that. They do play in the toughest conference in the FCS, in the Missouri Valley, but because they're so much better, it kind of hurts that in some aspects. And then you've got the Carson Wentz situation on how bad he was last year, but there's a lot of different scenarios that went on in Philly and right. why he was so as bad as he was. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't all on him. But Trey Lance, that'll scare some people away, rightly or wrongly, because you get the, oh, this guy sucked from this school. So why would you draft this guy from the same school? Because I heard that with Justin Fields. Right. Like, oh, Dwayne Haskins went to Ohio State. Troy Smith didn't do anything in the NFL. Justin Fields is not Dwayne Haskins. It's like, so if you're saying that, would you have drafted Joe Burrow last year? Would I? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. But I, they had Jamarcus Russell. So you can't draft them. Because you went to the same school as Jamarcus Russell. If that's what they're saying, right? <laughs> if that's what they're saying, would right? Would you draft Justin Herbert? <laughs> Because he went to the same school as Marcus Mariota and freaking Joey Harrington. I wouldn't do that. Why Like, why would you take him? Yeah. That's one of the things that always bothered me with that. Doesn't make sense. Because different scenarios, different types, different skill sets. Justin Fields is a better, from everything I can tell. Now, I don't know anything, so I've never talked to either one. But from what I can tell from what the media gives, Justin Fields is a thousand times more mature than Dwayne Haskins. He's a thousand and times Josh more Rosen. ready, and Josh Rosen. He's a thousand. He is no nonsense. He's a kind of like he. I don't know. They haven't officially announced this, but after watching getting a helmet straight to the ribs, I'm pretty confident he broke his ribs, regardless if they say that or not, because they didn't want to give an advantage to Bama and like let's target his ribs. I don't know if I've seen a quarterback come back from that and then throw six touchdowns. Yeah. Now he didn't. He threw five touchdowns after that. Against the number two ranked team in the nation, who has never, in my knowledge, had allowed that many passing touchdowns, and how accurate he was with broken ribs on his right side—that's stone li- shoulder. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. It hurts. But there is, and then 
the other rookie quarterback. Speaking of the quarterback Justin Fields played against, one of them, Mac Jones. Who I love Mac. This Mac, is, Mac is Mac is really good. There's a lot of people linking this because of the Bill Belichick, love Nick Mac. Saban stuff. He's, his Reminds me a, lot, a little bit of Tom Brady now. He does. He does. His draft profile is very similar to that of Thomas Edward Brady, the second. I love it. Say his name again. <laughs> Thomas Edward Brady Jr. Perfect. <laughs> Tom Sr., his dad was just on the radio the other day. It was pretty cool to listen to what he had to say. Yeah, he doesn't have a filter. Like he, he, he pretty much says what he wants, and he doesn't run it by Tom at all. He doesn't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't run anything by him. So I kind of talked about this a little bit when talking about Trey Lance. Carson Wentz, finally out of Philly. I think this was the most logical place for him to go, was Indianapolis. Kinda you got Frank that. Reich there. Yep. Now the Bears were obviously linked there, but if you're talking about... Apparently... He, the Bears were number one, but he so badly did not want to go there <laughs> and wanted to go to Indy that really? he was not letting the trade go. That's what they're saying. I don't know how true that is. So I also saw something to say today that said the Bears didn't even offer. So I, I don't know. But it's funnier to think that Carson Wentz did, just did not want to go to the Bears. It would be yeah, really funny it, to think about. It would, it, it would be interesting because their defense is not bad. And, I mean, if they would add one or two more pieces on the offensive side, they get Cohen back with a guy like him. Who can make stuff happen? I mean, the old line's not the best either on that over there, yeah. which is what he's probably looking for more now in his career is to be protected yeah. and secured because he didn't have any of that in, in Philly. Because the Eagles, I think, last year had the most, and I could be wrong about this, had one of the most different or most rotating offensive lines in the NFL because of injuries, COVID, all right. that stuff. Now, you have all pros like Jason Kelsey there, but with how many, how much they were rotating – and he only played 12 games, Yep. and he got sacked the most in the NFL. But we say that by a guy like Jalen Jalen uh, Hurt coming oh, and yeah. gets the ball out quicker and takes less sacks. That was the thing. When they came back, everybody was like, this is the same team. Same team. And Jalen Hurts actually looks good with this team. Exactly. Beat the Saints. The Saints were one of the best teams at the time. And without some of his key guys, like Alshon Jeffrey and... Well, was he back that game? I, was, I, no, I think he, he might have been back that game, but just... What's his name? Deshaun Jackson. Uh, Deshaun Jackson wasn't there. He's huge, but he's hurt all the time. I love Jalen Hurts. I'm excited to see what Jalen Hurts does this year because I think it's safe to assume Jalen Hurts really will be the starting quarterback yeah, in Philly. Really good. There's obviously going to be links with the quarterbacks in the draft class because there everybody gets excited about a quarterback. But from what we saw from Jalen Hurts, I think at good. least this year, he should be the starting quarterback. I couldn't tell you about the future or what he does this year, if he happens to lose a starting job, I don't know. But from what I can tell you, he looks – He did. you saw he this look, at Bama. He looks like somebody who's hungry to prove himself. Yeah. That he wants He wants more than just what people think he is. Because at Alabama, he won the SEC Office Player of the Year. Then God had to get basically traded. Yeah, got benched in the natty for Tua and then transferred. Played, actually, wait, before after he got benched, he came back the next year, yeah. lost the starting job, he said, I'm going to transfer, but I don't want a red shirt because the players I'm going to work with at Bama or at the new school yep. I go to, it'd be better served for me to stay on the roster as the backup. I'll waste this year. I don't care. It'd be better for me to work with these guys than work with the scout team guys. Right, exactly. And then came in and provided sparks for Alabama that when season. They need it. When they needed it. <laughs> they and then went to Oklahoma it. was a Heisman finalist. He improved a ton as a passer. Because that was something that wasn't really refined. At Even though they Alabama. wasn't really good offensively in the wide receiver aspect that well, 
especially in that I think it was the bowl game. They, who they, who they faced, played that year in the bowl game? Bama. They yeah, got oh, they, they got smashed. It was not even close. I think it was Bama. But either way, Oklahoma just likes to get smashed in these. <laughs> in every <laughs> these in every games. bowl game, they just they just stop except playing for, football. Except for this year, they beat. They beat Florida. I was surprised by that. Yeah, but picked... this year's a little funky, you know, with, yeah. with the COVID situation. What else do we got on here? So Carson Wentz, obviously getting trained. Good move for Carson Wentz. It's I think it's very, very good. Very good move for both sides. The Eagles, the Colts only gave up a third round draft pick, which and a is surprisingly second rounder. Surprisingly, it's only a third round pick. The third now the second rounder could become a first rounder. Okay. If the if the Colts make the playoffs or something, I can't remember what the rule is. It's a conditional second rounder that can become a first, but I don't remember what it is. But the Eagles are taking on a $33 million cap hit because of his dead cap. This is the most in NFL history. It hurts to see that pun intended with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I thought they get at least $10 million back. And I don't know what the situation is. I just know that's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money against the cap, though. It, it really is. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. So Carson Wentz, was like him and Matthew Stafford, they're the first two. Uh, dominoes to fall in the quarterback transition because they're going to. We assume gonna there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks moving. So off the top of your head, we're going to list these quarterbacks. They're all. They're not all the quarterbacks we listed above because people like Teddy Bridgewater or Ben Roethlisberger or Russell Wilson. We can assume we don't know, but we can assume they're going to stay with their current team. And if they are, Teddy Bridgewater will probably get traded to Houston if they Sean Watson comes. I think that's the only place he'd go because he's under. Big contract in Carolina. Is, yeah. Yeah. So here's the list of quarterbacks I've got. Just say the first team that pops your head. You could say the team, same team multiple times if you just get flustered. I don't know. <laughs> just just say the first, very first team that pops in your head. Jacoby Brissett. Lions. Ooh. I can see that, actually. I can see Derek Carr. You could say oh, they could I, stay I, in the I, same yeah, place. I think, I think he's staying in Oakland. Sam Darnold. Could stay or he could move on and go to San Francisco. San Francisco, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo could move on and come to the Patriots. <laughs> I know he wants to. Marcus Mariota. Uh, he really has no future as a starter, so he stays where he's at. Cameron Newton. Don't see anywhere else Cam could go if it's not the Patriots. It's kind of tough. But I have heard links of Redskins. Yeah, Ron Rivera links, obviously, yeah. there. Uh, Dak Prescott. Cowboys. Ben Roethlisberger. Retirement home. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor. Probably Bills Mafia. I would be. I I would love to see Tyrod Taylor back. I love. Now, there's. I don't get this. This is something that's bothered me a lot about random Bills fans. Now, there's teams that are like this. They get very sensitive about their quarterbacks. But the Bills haven't had a quarterback my entire life, essentially. The best quarterback before Josh Allen was Tyrod Taylor. So with Tyrod Taylor, he divided opinions by a lot of people. The vocal minority on Twitter of Bills fans bash Tyrod. But 99% of Bills fans are like, I love Tyrod Taylor. Right. He's a great person. He ended the curse. He's just he's, he's the most unlucky quarterback of all right, time. Right, right, right. <laughs> He's just not consistent enough to play the quarterback position. He is a – I've used this example before. You can tell me how you think of this. I think he's a more athletic version of Alex Smith. He's not going to win you any games, but he's sure true. as hell not going to lose you any games. It's very true. You go consistent 9-7, and seven, 
You can do that with him. Be fine. You're not going to win a lot, right? Like in the playoffs, but he'll get you to the playoffs. And then you're like, I should probably move on from this situation. Yeah. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky retired. Jameis <laughs> <laughs> <Man, laughs> uh, Winston Patriots. Him and Jimmy Garoppolo battling out in New battling England. out in New England. <laughs> Made the best man win. <laughs> That'd be kind of, so. This is. T-Boy White's official quarterback carousel. We have Jacoby Brissett in Detroit, Derek Carr in Vegas, Sam Darnold in San Fran, Jimmy G in New England, Mariota in Vegas, Cameron Newton, retired or Washington, Dak Prescott, Cowboys, Ben Steelers, Tyrod, Bills Mafia, <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky retired, and Jameis Winston Patriots. That's official. It's, it's official. happening. Nail it on. If you're placing bets, prop bets, whatever. You might want to get on it fast. Na- nail down those links. And if you want to rewind that or play it over again just to make sure you got everything exactly right, go ahead because, damn it, it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> so I told you about this before we went on here. I thought this would be fun. Yep. It's the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks that are playing now. Yeah. So it's not the great four greatest quarterbacks. Well, how much I might ask I you about that I think we both later? have one quarterback in common <laughs> that should be on both of our lists, the top of our list of the Mount Rushmore's right now. I won't say top right now. Top. Very but... <laughs> top. The very top of the list. But he is on there. I think we can both agree Tom Brady's on there. Tom Brady's number one. So who is who else? You, go, you list one and I'll list okay. another one. I'll take Tom Brady. I'll take Tom Brady as well. I'll take Patrick Mahomes. I'll take Patrick Mahomes as well. Give me Aaron Rodgers. The bad man. I'll take the bad man, Aaron Rodgers, as well. Now, this is the interesting one. Number four. Who are you going to put at number four? This is where, they on this graphic that I took a screenshot of, they're pretty similar other than one or two people. Right. Who do you have as your number four? This is tough. <sighs> Who would you have it to my number four? <laughs> this is tough. I'm still thinking. Uh, I, I really would. <sighs> it's tough. You know, I'll probably take a Deshaun Watson. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna be. What do you call it? Extra. Yep. I guess. I'm gonna be controversial. I'll say that. Bills. I'm gonna put Joshua. I should put Josh Allen on there. <laughs> How did I know? I'm gonna put Josh Allen, but I'm not gonna. You can't really. As I'm, I'm gonna put him on there just for fun. I would not be upset if you throw Deshaun because I think Deshaun is one of the best. He got, he's coming off a career year. Yep. It's hard not to put him on there, especially with what he was dealing with down in Houston. He had nothing. He's one of the. Bet, as, as Dabo Sweeney said, you don't pass on Michael Jordan in the draft. And Deshaun Watson, he did this against the Bills in the playoffs, made plays that won them the game. Yeah. It didn't hurt to watch. So, except, except when they gave up 24-point lead to the Chiefs. That, 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 yeah, that wasn't that fun. That hurt my soul. <laughs> that, that, that wasn't very fun. I forgot about that. Now that, that hurts. That hurt my soul. <laughs> That's what started this whole domino effect of the freaking Chiefs. <laughs> Being as annoying as they are, they were already that's annoying what, that's before how it that. started. That's really how it started. Because I was loving it when like Marcus Mariota was throwing touchdown passes oh, to yeah. himself and beating the Chiefs. That was what I was having fun with. I loved making fun of Brady, yeah, the I Kansas know. City Chiefs. I, <laughs> I love making fun of him about the Chiefs. But now, they're winning. as they're winning Super Bowls, as they're going to Super Bowls, 
Now, I can throw little jabs about, oh, you guys just got pounded by the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. But then they're going to go, oh, your team didn't make the Super Bowl. That's very true. That is very true. <laughs> You're going to come at me because my team lost the Super Bowl? And I heard this quote a few years ago. It was when the Panthers lost the Broncos in the Super Bowl. I had a friend from high school. You know him. I'm not going to say his name on here. I'll tell you afterwards because it's a funny quote. I'm going to protect his name from now. for now. I'll say this, and if this gives it away... Maybe it slips out. Maybe. (laughs) He's a Bears fan, okay? Bears didn't make the playoffs that year. So, Daniel Nussbaum is a Panthers fan. Big He's been a Panthers fan ever since I've known him when I met him in elementary school. And, like me, he was a D'Angelo Williams fan. He was a running back fan. My LT, he was D'Angelo Williams. This said person who remained nameless, unless you give him away... Came up to Daniel and said, man, Daniel, how do you... The Panthers just lot got pounded in the Super Bowl. And he said, what? The Bears didn't even make the playoffs. What do you mean? He said, man, I'd rather not make the playoffs than lose in the Super Bowl. <laughs> do you have a guess on who that would be? If you think you know who it is, you can say their name and then... Nah, that's tough. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you afterwards. Yeah, you whoever said it. that, dude. <laughs> it was outside of IHOP on Merle Hay. We were leaving, they were going in, and we stopped and had that intellectual conversation. Daniel was taken back by that a little bit. It's like, man, you'd rather miss the playoffs than lose the Super Super Bowl. Bowl. (laughs) Like, man, that's an interesting take. I don't think I've ever heard of that before. I mean, it makes a little bit of sense of why you're going to get hurt. Yeah. You know, losing the Super Bowl. My feelings got hurt back in December. I don't (laughs) get hurt in February. (laughs) Uh, I'm done getting hurt now. So for this fifth one, I I think a lot of people expected us to name him fourth, but we actually left him out. Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson's another one. That dude. Now I love Russell Wilson. I don't know how much you follow Colin Coward at all, but earlier this when was this? This was last year when COVID first kicked off and everything got shut down right away. It was because everybody was trying to figure out what to talk about on sports radio. He came out with a list of the best players in the NFL, regardless of position. He listed Russell Wilson as the best player in the NFL. Yeah. Now, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I think Russell Wilson is one of the best players in the NFL. I would take him on – I think every te- team would take him. It's like Deshaun Watson. Every team, apart from like five, should be linked with Deshaun Watson. Right. As right. you should, because you, you don't get a quarterback like that available that and, often. Now, I don't know how available, because Houston's, oh, we're not trading him. Right. It, He's going to get traded. <laughs> he has to get traded, right? So, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> it's tough. It's going to be tough. This is going to be one of the craziest offseason that we've had in a while. I mean. I'm excited. A lot of teams get to make big moves, and I hope the Patriots are one of those teams. <laughs> they got a decent amount of cap space. Yeah, I know. We do. Now, it, and we get some players back from COVID. That's that, what that, that rested. Uh, you know, it was probably one of the best things that ever happened to the Patriots. You have the older players getting that one year rest under their belt, come back refreshed, and they're all on the defensive side. So, yeah, I, I talked. I've talked about this. When was this? Last week or something? A few weeks ago. Here's all the players that opted out yeah. for COVID on the Patriots. And we're going offense and defense. I know he's not the best player, but he's he has been important. At times, Brandon Bolden oh, yeah, opted he's huge. out. Yeah, huge. Uh, Marcus Cannon opted huge. out. 
Patrick Chung. Wow, Marcus Cannon. Opted out. Dante Hightower. Opted out. He's huge. Matt LaCrosse, tight end. Opted out. Marquise Lee. Got him this offseason. Opted out. Uh, wow. Najee Torin, guard. Opted out. And then everybody's favorite Patriot, Danny Vitale. Opted out. And then you had the likes of Julian Edelman on IR. Mm -hmm. Stephon Gilmore got put on IR yep. later in the season. There's a Rex Burkhead on IR. Yep. Who else do we got on here that got put on IR? Damien Harris, IR. Like There's so many big-name players on here that got Isaiah Wynn on IR. And and those are, like, the two offensive linemen you name are huge to our offense. Yeah. Like we Because we run the ball, I would probably say, 75% of the time. And without that run game, what we saw last year is going to be in correlation with what's always going to happen. I would never... Like I never like to give the Patriots any reason to make yeah, but it. That's a legit reason now. <laughs> it's a legit reason. I don't like giving the Patriots and all the teams in sports excuses. But if I were to do it, it's a pretty damn good excuse. We had a lot of people opting out. Yep. A lot of people get hurt. Stephon Gilmore looked off this year. Really off. And especially coming off a defensive player of the year season. Yeah. He didn't look the best. Nowhere near that this yeah, year. He didn't look the best. Man, I hate the I hate the Patriots. But all in all, we're one quarterback away, one wide receiver away, and one tight end away from being back in where we were supposed to be. Your perfect quarterback. My who's, perfect quarterback. Who do you want in the Patriots? My, you can't put Tom Brady back on there. You can't put you have they have oh, to be available. It. You can't put Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, or Deshaun Watson, and my sleeper, not sleeper, but my sneaky pick, of course, Jim Garoppolo. And then wide receiver. Who would you want out of the wide receivers? Chris available? Godwin. We have to attack Chris Godwin. We have to get him. We have to attack Chris Godwin and Allen Robinson. One of those two have to get on the Patriots. And, I mean, if you go down a line after that, it kind of drops off a little bit. But a guy like even a guy like Will Fuller, I, I would take a guy like Will Fuller. Marvin Jones, Kenny Galladay, I would take either one of those guys. I mean, you can probably get Sammy Watkins for a steal. Get one, yeah. of, get get an Allen Robinson, and get Sammy Watkins for cheap. Those guys come and make instant impact on a team. It, it seems, seems like, like every Bills player that goes to New England becomes way better than exactly. what they were in Buffalo. <laughs> exactly. Sammy Watkins would be the next list of long line of Patriots players that came from Buffalo that played a lot better in New England. Stephon Gilmore is the main one because we list. just know how to get the best out of our players. You know? Yeah, that's probably right. If you look, man. Stephon Gilmore with Trey White, um, they couldn't afford that. But that's that something that, to dream that about. That would have been scary I for a lot of people. Tre'Davious White's awesome. I love Tre'Davious love. White and Stephon Gilmore would have been scary. <laughs> and we're about we're almost done with today's show. I think today's show went very well. It's been fun to talk about. Uh, this was something that came out right before you got here. It was the NBA All Star starters. Okay. So, this is the big thing. I don't know. This has been talked about a lot on whether or not there should even be an all-star game this year. LeBron James has been very vocal about that, about how he's confused on why they're doing one this year. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it either. It's a money grab, I guess. Yeah, it definitely is. So, here's the East starters. And you can tell me if you think there should be anybody else. I don't really think there's a lot you can be too upset about on these lists. Maybe someone... I don't, I don't know. We'll just go through the list, and I'll see. So we'll start off with the East. Point guard. I know you like this guy. At least you used to like this guy. I don't know if you do anymore. Kyrie Irving. 
Love hate relationship <laughs> with that man. He's he's a little iffy. He definitely hurt my feelings. <laughs> uh, Bradley Beal is the love shooting it. guard. It's about time he gets his recognition. I love Bradley Beal. Uh, Kevin Durant love is it. in there. Great pick. The Giannis. That's all East. East this is all dominate East. the West. And then Joel Embiid. They're gonna, center. <laughs> They're gonna dominate the West. And then on the West, I'm kind of I'm partially surprised on who the starting point guard is, just because of how bad the team is this year. But as if you're talking about players, no one's been more important to this era of NBA than Steph Curry. But I, it kind of surprised me seeing his name on there because of how bad the Warriors were. Maybe that's more of a test because to it's him. so. Stephilis. <laughs> That's why. That's why he's on there. It's really Stephilis. Like, he does it with ease. Even though they're losing a couple games here and there, the dude's doing it by himself, still dropping 30 with double teams. And then the shooting guard, at least I'm assuming he's the shooting guard. He's a point guard for another team that's a little iffy, but I'm not surprised he was in here. Luka Doncic. That's a little iffy one, though. You got, as, like, as a starter, it's a little iffy. Dame Lillard's not a starter. That yeah, was a big, that, that was a what a lot iffy. of people were talking about was Damian Lillard's not starting because he's one that he, when he first got his All Star start and like, the team's good. winning. Yeah, him and Bradley Beal, I think, are in similar realms of players that are far too good for their just, teams. Just imagine. I don't want to imagine what you're thinking of right now with <laughs> just, those two. Just imagine. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, small forward, Kawhi. Perfect. I'm assuming he's the power forward, or he could be lining up at point guard. I think that gives it away, but LeBron James, yeah. obviously, he's going to yeah. be in the All-Star game. And then one of my favorite players in the NBA because he looks like a normal dude out there, the most unathletic dude in the NBA, but one of my favorite players of all time is Nikola Jokic. <laughs> he looks so unathletic, I'm, but he's just a bucket. He looks so unathletic, though. He's like, so unassuming. <laughs> I love you, Luke. Jeez, uh, Nikola Jokic is so funny to me, just yeah. because of how easy he makes everything. Like him and Doncic are the two most unathletic looking. Oh, like I least, know. like when you looked at those two, and like man, these two are dominating. They're so slow, so but they're fast. so smart and smoke effortless in everything they do. It's just fun to watch them play, even though it's like, man, I could watch like. Yeah, more fun watching the Nets yeah. with James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and KD, and Steve Nash, who's one of my favorite players of all time. But I love those guys. What do you think that team's doing this year? I don't know. They got the stars. They got the team. They, got they don't have the defense. They don't have any defense. <laughs> don't really have a lot of bench, but <laughs> I Some like, guys are coming alive now yeah. later in the season. Some guys are coming alive. I, To be honest, other than the Bulls, I've done a very bad job Keep at following the yeah. NBA this year because the Bulls. It's a tough watch, though. Yeah. It's a tough watch. I love watching Zach Levine. I'll, lo- I'll watch Zach Levine any day of the week. He's finally – he's another one of those players that I think is finally getting his just dues in the NBA, like getting an all-star recognition because he – and Spencer Spencer Feinberg is one of my closest friends. He's a giant Bulls fan too. We've watched Bulls games together, and it's just – Zach's the team. If you take Zach Levine out of the Bulls, same thing if you took Bradley Beal out of the Wizards. Bottom half. I mean, you got Russell Westbrook who's not really done anything from what I can tell. It sounds like – from everything I've heard, it sounds like he's – not there. But he's like, to his defense, not his, really his defense. He's kind of hearing all the outside noise. That's from my from my like perspective. I feel like he's hearing the outside noise of 
Russell's the problem. Russell's this. Yeah. Russell's that. So he's kind of in the back, assisting guys, getting rebounds, doing everything else, but attacking and scoring. Yeah. Because you don't, you don't want to get that image, that image that, oh, he's taking a whole bunch of shots this game, and he's missing, and he's doing that. I mean, the guy's been in the NBA for a long time, averaging triple-doubles, and people still forget who this guy is. We're, the society we live in now, or even before now, is always, it seems like we are a, what have you done for me lately type thing. Yeah. We're forgetting Russell Westbrook was the first player to average a triple-double since exactly. Oscar Robertson. Right. And that's a, for those of you who don't know Oscar Robertson, let's just say that it was a long time ago. <laughs> it hadn't happened in most of your lifetime, especially not our lifetime. Yeah, <laughs> and... People forget about that. And he did it again the next season, and then he didn't win the MVP that season. It's like, well, if we're going to award him the season when he got a triple-double the first time, why is he not carrying as much weight anymore? Exactly, because what, he did it already? Yeah. It's like, this is another thing that's bothered me in sports media. It's a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately thing. There's one player I've defended more often than not on this show, and that's Lamar, because Lamar has come in that situation of, He's the second ever unanimous MVP in NFL yeah. history, the other being Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. He rushed for 1,000 yards, the first quarterback to ever do that, and then what he, he did it again this year. His completion percentage is not that far down from what it was the season before, but they're just going to keep bashing. And I, the one oh, thing I he's heard... A, he's a black quarterback. What do, you, what do you expect? he got to be above, above all. Like, it's, you know, he's running the ball well. Oh, he's not. is he a running back? That's, you know, he's, he's that was the ball a little bit better. Oh, his mechanics are still off. He's not he's not as good. So, for him, he has to be twice as good, especially, like, in a league like this. He has to be twice as good. He has to up his game. He has to take less sacks, make more smarter decisions, and just and be above all. Because, like, obviously, yeah. MVP meant, meant nothing. Yeah. It meant he absolutely last nothing. Year. Yeah, it meant absolutely <laughs> nothing. The, and the Ravens, watching them in the Bills game, they the thing that made them so awesome and so unstoppable last year is because they were doing things that no one else in the NFL oh, yeah. had ever done, was run first. Lamar's going to kill you. He's Almost. the most athletic player on Everybody's the field. Everybody's drooling over Patrick Mahomes, yeah. side-on throws that Matthew Stafford's been doing for years back yeah. and Aaron Rodgers has been doing for years back. But because he's on the Chiefs and he has curly <laughs> hair and he's light-skinned, Everybody seems to remember him doing that. It's, I, I, I like Patrick Mahomes, but the gap, I, this has been talked about a lot too, the gap between him, as much as people talk about, the gap between him and every other quarterback huge. is not, uh, not I was going to say, like not as big as what it's we're as, It's of. not as big, but it's huge. It's, it's big, not as big, but it's huge. But it's like, it's getting, it seems like it's getting closer. Yeah, it is. Because there's quarterbacks that can do the same mm-hmm. things he does. Right. I, there's nobody in this league... That can do anything Lamar Jackson can do. Nobody. And people There's compare him to, to Michael Vick, and that to me is a lazy comparison. And, because and Vick even says like you can't compare him to me because he's way better. He's a better a way thousand better. times. <laughs> Vick. That when you can look at Vick, my uncle being a Falcons fan, I watched a lot of Michael Vick growing up. I love Michael Vick, one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time. That dude is not an accurate passer. But yeah, I know. Vic had an absolute hose for an arm. Yeah. That dude could throw it. There's a Gatorade it. commercial or Nike commercial or something of him launching the ball at a Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. I don't know if that's edited. I think he could do that. <laughs> but Michael Vick, if you're talking about athleticism, sure. But Lamar Jackson is more athletic than Vic. He's a better passer than Vic. He doesn't have the strongest arm. 
the, he hasn't had as strong as his arm as Michael Vick, but Lamar Jackson, I heard this on the radio a few months ago. I've made fun of this a lot. I'm just going to ask you this question. Would you rather have Ryan Tannehill or Lamar Jackson? <laughs> oh, give me Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. yeah I'll you see what Ryan he does Tannehill. in Tennessee. Yeah. He's an elite quarterback. He's elite. He's, he's, like, he's so much better than Lamar. Yeah, I mean, he's, like, he runs faster than him. Oh, he's you, way better than MVP. Because we look at Lamar Jackson's receiving court. And I went to William Penn, our quarterback at the time. Terrible. He was, uh, his name is Van Parker. He went to high school with Willie Sneed. Yeah. And... He every year, just as a joke, he'd say, "Hey Logan, you gonna draft Willie Sneed as your one of your wide receivers this year?" So with my last pick in the draft, I always draft Willie Sneed because I'm like, "Hey man, I draft Willie Sneed. He's not gonna do anything. I might drop him halfway through the year, but I can say I dropped. I drafted him." Lamar's receiving core is a speedster who doesn't know how to really run routes and hurt all the time and hurt all the time in Hollywood. I'd say their receiving core is probably what bottom five receiving core, and people talked about. What is Lamar not doing as opposed to what is Lamar working with? <laughs> they run the same formations as last year. They right. have the same they have the same exact plays. They're not creative anymore. Their receivers are down this year. Hollywood Brown balled and, out and, the and first couple games he played. That falls on the coaching. Like yeah. that falls directly on the coaching. You have to be able to switch things up. If you, you don't think this this is a league of where people catch up or yeah. you know Figure out what you're doing on on the fly, like it's the NFL, the yeah. best of the best. Um, you have to come with with something else and not the same stupid um formation they've been doing, and then it all falls on the quarterback at the end of the day. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. It's not a it's not a league where you can do one thing and people go, we're gonna ignore that. Right, exactly. We're gonna not try exactly. to stop that. Because even if you try to stop someone like Lamar Jackson, he still tough. ran for a thousand yeah, yards. It's tough. You can't. He missed games because of COVID too. Yeah, that's true. It's like he went. Uh, he did a thousand yards again. He's the second quarterback to do. First, second quarterback to do that. The first one being himself. <laughs> He's done things that no one else can do. And Vic's obviously the other one that can because he was the most athletic quarterback in the NFL when he played. Now it's Lamar's turn to do that. You get Lamar. A receiver, whether it be Allen Robinson or Chris Godwin or Kenny Galladay or someone anybody like that, would just help. anybody would help. Sammy Watkins would help. <laughs> He's been anybody. the third receiver at Kansas City. He's been hurt all the time in Buffalo, but he would definitely help. And if they draft a receiver or draft something to help, they they'll be back. They went eleven and five. It's not like they went nine and seven or eight and eight. They went to the playoffs, won a playoff game. Lamar had a run. Game. His first win is a play. I would like to say this. Out of the first, out of the quarterbacks in the 2018 draft class, Josh Allen was the first quarterback to get a playoff win. Now Lamar Jackson's might have been a day later, but <laughs> Josh Allen still technically was the first quarterback to get his playoff win. And, and in my opinion, Josh Allen is one of the best quarterbacks out of that draft class. I love Josh Allen. I remember, my dad didn't like that pick. <laughs> he wanted he wanted Josh really? Rosen. <laughs> Boy, yeah, <laughs> I have a video on my phone because <laughs> I took Boy. a video. I was like, they're gonna draft Josh Allen, and I filmed it. I was like, pan over my dad, and he put his hands on his head. But it, it, to his credit, it did take him like two days to go. I think I like Josh Allen because he was doing the interviews. His interviews were sounding good. Yep, and all that stuff. You saw what he could do when he when he had the right coach. That that is what building around a quarterback looks like. You don't look at. Oh man, he sucked. Oh yeah, there was the pieces there for Josh when he was his when he was a rookie, completing fifty two percent of his passes. That 
even then you saw things that he could be something good, even though he like was better. Yeah. He's the Bills saw they have Kelvin Benjamin as his number one wide receiver. They have no just off a the <laughs> He's a Popeye's biscuit away from being a tight end. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. So the Bills, the next offseason, Josh's second year, got John Brown and Cole Beasley. The next Which year, very good picks. they trade for Stephon Diggs. Like, they upgraded each year. They were like, we believe in this guy. We're going to build for him. The Ravens haven't done that yet. And who's to say they don't go after a big-time wide receiver this offseason again? John Brown's a free... He's. They're talking about John Brown being a cap casualty. So John Brown might be gone. So he could go to the Patriots. I don't want him to because nah. I love John Brown as a person. I don't think he would do that type of thing and hurt Bills fans like that. He seems like a very good person. If he does that, cut off. I'm done with John Brown. I absolutely hate Cole Beasley, just to put that out there. I love Cole Beasley. Because he had an option to come to the Patriots and chose the Bills. He likes wings. No. <laughs> he would have been that. He would have been that. You know how many times they would have flashed that stupid Wes Welker comparison graphic if he went to the Patriots? It would have been perfect for him. It would have been like, perfect. It was like, man, we're going to get that stupid graphic. Oh, oh, here's the Patriots. Remember how good they were with we- uh, with Wes Welker? Oh, here's Cole Beasley. <laughs> Paired him with Julian Edelman. I hate Julian Edelman, though. I Why? hate oh, Julian Edelman. He hurts my so feelings. So strong. So tough. I like his story. So I like how he came from college quarterback, drafted the seventh round, moved to wide receiver. Similar story to that, Tom Brady, but at Kent State. I like his attitude, but plays for the Patriots. So you know what? Eh, who's to say it's, he might not go to the Tampa Bay next year? He might. There's going to be a lot of people that are re-chasing in Tampa. Adrian Peterson's probably going to go down there. I wish LaDainian Pallinson waited. I mean, he went to two back-to-back AFC championship games with yeah. the Jets. <laughs> but... If you would have gone ring chasing, I don't know who, if he would have went to the Patriots, I would have cried. I don't think LT would have done that. He had a really hateful relationship with the Patriots. Really? Because he, when the Patriots knocked out the Chargers the year he won the MVP, yeah. 2006, the Ellis Hobbs danced on the logo of the Chargers Stadium. So LT went up to him <laughs> and tried to bash him. And he said, he basically said, I don't, I'm paraphrasing because I remember exactly what he said, but. He said something along the lines of, they have absolutely no class. That whole team has absolutely no class. I think it stems all from their head coach. So I don't think he would ever gone there. I think that was one of the main reasons he went to the Jets. See, Rex Ryan hates himself a Patriot as well. <laughs> oh, and he, liked, he saw the potential of Mark Sanchez. <laughs> yeah, everybody was so high on Mark. I love, I, I love Mark Sanchez. He love was born on my birthday. Him. He's my famous person born on my birthday. <laughs> and I've got... I, I say goodnight to my LT fat head, which is in my room, and I give it a nice little pat. You know how Notre Dame does the weird play like a championship champion today and slap it every time I leave my room? Let's go, LT. Slap it. Leave my room. Get the day going. Yeah. You got to slap LT to get the day going. LT would want you to do that. Yeah. Oh, I used man. to have a, a, a Tom Brady fat head, but you know how to get rid of it because yeah. Patriots. Because Tom Brady. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's Patriots. Oh, Tom Brady. Man. The show starts and it ends with Tom Brady. Of course it does. At the beginning and end of everything in the NFL is Tom Brady. My first football game I ever watched in my entire life. Mine that too. That I remember was, was Tom the, Brady. Was the Rams Patriots Super Bowl because my Nana no Popper way. Kurt Warner Super Bowl. You fans. are a lucky man. We saw you that are stupid a lucky thing start. I was at my Nana Papa's house because they're Kurt Warner fans. Like they're <laughs> massive Kurt Warner fans. So I watched that stupid game. On that t- their tube TV, we were like, man, I don't remember saying anything. I just remember sitting there, drooling, probably, and just seeing Tom Brady 
We didn't know it was starting then. We could have been saved from so much more problems and Drew Bledsoe just never got hurt. <laughs> that is very true. Like, <laughs> you know how much more happy my life would be if Drew Bledsoe was the Patriots quarterback? I love Drew we Bledsoe. We never my, won that Super Bowl that year. Drew Bledsoe, I, I'll show you this when we're done. My, I had my second jersey I ever had was a Bills Drew Bledsoe jersey. Love really? that jersey. First jersey was a Doug Flutie jersey. So just two Patriots quarterbacks for the Bills. Gotta love it. But that's all I've got for you today. You got a thing, any closing words you'd like to say? Patriots is the best team that's going to ever live, and nobody's going to catch them besides Tom Brady. <laughs> and he was one of the best also. Thanks for listening. This is T-Boy White, and I'm glad to be on here. Just before I close out everything, I'd just like to add you and I's football game is tomorrow. Final thing, their first game of the spring season. Yep. This is actual football. I don't know how I like it, but you know what? I'm excited to see some football. I think you and I have got a good season, good team. Will McIlvain, excited to see what he does in year two as a starter. Who knows? Maybe T-Boy White goes on and walks on there. Maybe he does. You never know. It's a crazy college football season. (laughs) Well, that's all I've got for you today. This is Logan and T-Boy. Thank you for coming on the show today. We'll be back. And that's all I've got for you. Have a good rest of your day. Peace.